Welcome back to Milk Time Thoughts today with your host Fraser Dunoon. It's a very special episode as I have a proud Golspy Dooney here. Cal McDonald, a fellow Tesco man yourself. How are you, Cal? Oh, I'm very well, Fraser. Thank you very much for having me. Have you enjoyed the the podcast series so, so far? Uh, I certainly have done, yeah. I listened to the first one and uh, after um, after carriage by yourself to check it out, and I must say, after listening to the first one, I listened to both the second and the third just as soon as they came out because I thoroughly enjoyed them. Wow, great praise. Um, are you are you much of a, a shower thought man yourself? Sorry, milk time thought man yourself? Uh, I am indeed, yeah. Um, when I'm sitting having my pint of milk or milk-based product, um, I do like to take that time and just not have any other distractions and uh, sort of uh, catalogue the unique thoughts of the day. So the question I want to know is, what uh, what top man are you for milk? Uh, I'm glad you asked because I am a shaken adder type of man, <laughs> and <laughs> uh, shaken adder, as uh, all milk fans will be aware, is the uh, prime milkshake creator. And uh, what I'm actually enjoying today is the uh, salted caramel with Maldon and sea salt uh, shaken adder brand. And um, I'm aware you told me yourself today that you never actually tried the salted caramel one. So as a gift to yourself, as a, a, a wee thank you for you having me on the, the pod, I am uh, I am uh, gifting you uh, a bottle of the, wow. the salted caramel shaken. Uh, I always like that, you know, any time I'm invited onto a pod, I always like to, to, to bring a gift, a gift to the host. And um, that's my gift to you. So I'll give that to you tomorrow. Well, I am halfway through my Nesquik concoction, of course, with the blue top, whole milk, plain and simple. But, so we'll get into uh, the first thought. Callum, you have brought a few with you um, today. Jota, kick us off and we'll have a wee discussion. Uh, absolutely, yes. So, um, this thought popped into my head uh, yesterday as, um, as, I was enjo- as I was enjoying um, my uh, shaken adder salted caramel. <laughs> Salted caramel with Maldon and sea salt. And um, this one, I was thinking about people that use sign language because they are uh, either themselves hearing impaired or have, you know, friends or family or work with people that are hearing impaired. And the thought popped into my mind that the phrase, where are you, is probably the least used phrase in sign language. <laughs> well, that is that's a curious one to start <coughs> off with. I mean, it does does have some merit. Obviously, sign language um, goes goes across to to deaf. So potentially, um, that is actually not at all possible because deaf people can can see. So they'll be able to. Ah, uh, no, no. Let me just let, let me just uh, stop you right there, Fraser, um, because. During the first half of my salted caramel shake and other milkshake that I was drinking yesterday, you can stop I was, that. Okay, um, I was. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by Shake and Other. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. However, FaceTime is a tremendous uh, uh, tool for the people that use sign language because obviously, for decades, when we had the telephone, they were you know, I mean, that was no use to much whatever, obviously. However, if you're on Facebook, because quite often when you're on FaceTime with someone, like, face takes up basically the entire screen. 
So unless you can see a decent part of the background, you can't actually really tell where somebody is. Um, so actually, in recent years, as Facebook, uh, Facebook, FaceTime, and Skype and the like have taken off, I bet the phrase "Where are you?" has uh, has been used an awful lot more. Well, what? Oh, I, 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 I have you? no idea what to say to that. That's. <laughs> That's so not bad, weird. is it? It's not a bad first start. Um, uh, so I'll bring one to the table. Um, with like I was mentioning last episode, how like it would be great to go into the future and blah blah blah, blah. and it kind of got me thinking that, like you know how, when we reflect on ourselves from years ago, mm-hmm. we're not very kind to each other. So it's got me thinking right now that in the future, Fraser Danoon, forty-year-old Fraser Danoon. It's right. probably slating me right now, potentially for this very podcast. Oh, that's interesting, that, yeah. So it kind of makes you, like, say if you have, um, I don't know, social anxiety, it'll kind of make you, um, kind of make you wonder if whatever your actions do, how will your future self react to that, whether it be happy or not? What is, what's your take on that one? That's a, that's, a, that's a very, very good point, because I suppose the, you know, what we're doing like say an example of this right now um, in recording this podcast, it's you certainly wouldn't think there'd be any anything negative that could come of it. However, and, and uh, in this moment, I'm struggling to think of an example that of something negative that could happen. But if something negative was to come of it, for whatever the reason would be, right now, in, as you say, in 40 years' time, you could look back and say like. If only I had gone out for a run rather than recorded a podcast, then my life. Would... I suppose it's that thing of you know that saying of uh, how a butterfly wafted, <laughs> flapping its wings can cause a hurricane. Um, is that the saying? What? <laughs> Where have you heard that? that? It's a, it's like a common saying. It's like oh, a butterfly flapping its wings. <laughs> Flapping its wings. That's the biggest load of garbage I've ever heard. It's like it's like a metaphor for the like base. I don't know, sort of for the domino effect. Hopefully that's not your next uh, milk time <laughs> thought. Oh, dude. but say like yourself. So you should be, you should be, in air right now at university, right? Yes. So, so say. Okay, I like where you're going with this. So right now I'm supposed to be in air, right? And um, through yes, a so couple, couple air of right choices, a couple of choices, I'm still here. So I'm thinking right now, my future self is going to be slating me for not just going down to air and uh, getting into the flat and just continuing on with third year um, as normal. Is that what you're mm-hmm. going for? Uh, no, what I was going for was is you should be in air at uni right now. However, because COVID happened, you know, and it's from China, thousands of miles away. So because of that incident in China that happened, COVID kicked off. Because of lockdowns and restrictions and all the rest of it, you're not able to to be in air at you know university in your course. So instead, you've got to be working in Tesco Tain. And because you're up here working rather than down there in uni, you invited me to be on your podcast that you created only because you're still up here and thus we're having this conversation. However, if you were, if COVID never happened, you'd be down here 
this podcast most likely wouldn't be happening. Um, so that's like the the butterfly thing. So, are we going to go back to my original point? Because I don't think that relates to it <laughs> at all. What was, what, it was, what your, was your future, one again? Your future oh, yeah, self yeah, is yeah, talking yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. about you. Yeah. What a tangent we just went on. Calm. do you want to uh, <laughs> oh, go into yeah. your, your second uh, thought? Uh, yes, let's. So, here we go. So, in your, I believe in all three of your podcasts, even put out you've talked about dogs in all three of them um and so i have a, a dog one here myself and because i myself i used to actually i had a dog when i was younger and um dogs i don't know if any of your three dogs have ever done this but uh you know that thing where dogs like chew up shoes mm-hmm. you know as if it's like a toy um my uh, my dog had a terrible knack for doing that um and so this particular shower, uh, milk time thought is that dogs probably destroy your shoes because they see humans putting them on before they go out and, you know, leave the house and leave them alone in the house. Wow, that's actually quite good. So that... you rede- you've redeemed yourself there. That's got me. That's got me thinking there. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Tremendous. So do you reckon? And what I was thinking. It's a whole abandonment thing in the in dogs in su- subconscious. Do you think? Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's probably like, you know, sort of negative association, you know, they associate the shoes with, you know, loneliness and boredom mm-hmm. and all the rest of it. Um, and I was thinking, well, you, know, you put on your shoes when you're taking your dog out for the walk, so that doesn't really work. However, if you're like me, I used to always put the leash on my dog before taking it out for a walk. Like, yeah. Sorry, uh, before putting on my shoes, I mean. Uh, so if they see you putting on your shoes and you've not put a lead on them, then they know that's that you're, you know, going to be going off and leaving them potentially for many, many, many hours. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose it just kind of, um, well, where, where does the whole slipper thing come from? Like, why do they What's attack this? slippers? Because also... Uh, ha- well, I, I, I never really wear slippers in my house, so I don't have that, but I know what you mean. I guess, I guess to a dog, like, you know, shoes and slippers, they're basically the same thing, so they don't, you know... Suppose. You don't really see the difference. But then, yeah, you're right. At the same time, if you do wear slippers around the house, they're going to be used to seeing you with slippers on. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, so if you've, you've thrown a curveball at me there and I can't, uh, uh, can't really answer it. So, my uh, second one, uh, second thought was see, you know how if you watch, say, eight hours of television, it's called binge watching. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And if you're. And if you have eight hours, like if you go on a drinking session for eight hours, that's called binge drinking. Mm-hmm. People recommend eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So is that unhealthy? Because eight, <coughs> hours, eight hours is assumed with like being an uh, incredibly useless amount of time for like, say, watching TV and drinking. So would we start calling it binge sleep? Mm, I understand what you mean, but probably not because... As you say, eight hours of TV, eight hours of alcohol is, you know, would be considered unhealthy by almost anyone. However, eight hours of sleep isn't considered unhealthy. It's considered, whereas, you know, you would never call, if you, if you watched an hour of TV, you wouldn't say like, oh, I just binged a whole, <laughs> a whole episode of, of uh, Game of Thrones. Um, and the, the same thing, if you, if you spent an hour drinking, unless you're going mad and just, you know, drinking constantly in that one hour you wouldn't say oh i had a mad session last night i was out from 
from 5.30 until 6.30. No, but I'm on about the basic um, the basic requirement. Let's, let's just say the requirement for sleep uh, provided by mm-hmm. health is that most people need eight hours of sleep. Yeah. So if, we t- if that eight hours, we keep that eight hours and spread it across, say, eight hours of TV, that's binge watching. Eight hours mm-hmm. of drinking, that's binge drinking. Yeah. So why is it not the same for, for sleep? Because that's a, such a I long mean, amount of time. Surely humans don't need that much. It is, but then, like, I mean, you could add that to anything. You could say, like, well, for the past eight hours, I've been breathing. I've, I've been binge breathing for eight hours solid now. And I'll probably go on for another <laughs> another 16 hours in this day. Oh, God, are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. I, th- I think you would need to sleep for... Uh, at least twelve hours before you catch it. Call it binge sleeping. So a little, a little segue. How, uh-huh. how many hours sleep do you think before it gets unhealthy? Like it goes to sort of a not a binge sleep sort of thing, but like uh, like that idea. <clears throat> Funny you should say that because I remember watching a program on TV on BB. Do you remember BBC Three? Uh, it's still a TV program. No, uh, it's still oh, a TV it? channel. BBC Three, yeah. I don't think it is. Switch on the wireless, Cal. The wireless? Yeah, BBC3. Is no, no, no. Right, on you go. Right, well, anyway, BBC3, the, the, the former TV channel. Um, what, what was my... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, there was a, a programme on there about this condition that was extremely rare. And it was people who, not all the time, but, like, once... It was periodic, so it would be, like, once every, like, say four months they would basically need to sleep for like two weeks straight they would wake up to go to the bathroom eat you know a very little amount of food and they would just need to like sleep the whole rest of the time and it would last as i say about a fortnight and then they would just have a normal sleeping pattern in life for another say four months and then they would need to sleep for like two whole weeks oh uh I don't remember that program on on Channel Seven on Freeview. I, I, I got that right. I'll need to turn on the the TV just now because I'm almost certain you're I'm wrong. Actually, look, we'll we'll do it after. But um, I'm not too sure how it's what would be class potentially ten, ten maybe twelve hours. That'd be excessive. Uh, Channel Seven is BBC Allah. Not on mine. Well, you must have a special pain one then um sorry so yeah it's not speed duty <laughs> channel is it <laughs> oh. um but yeah so, so that, but obviously that's an extreme condition you know that you know whatever that was that was called a condition that people had but for for a normal person that didn't have any of those that didn't have that condition i i would probably say that if you're sleeping 10 hours each night or more, I would say that would probably be approaching the area of unhealthy. Oh well, another fantastic sidetracked. <laughs> you want to go on to your your uh, your third one? Well, it was, it was you that took us down that that sidetrack, but uh, yeah, I'll move on to my uh, my other one. So this one is to do with automobile design, <coughs> and um, you're probably too young to remember this, or you might not have. Well, you've probably seen a car that's old enough to. 
to have this to be fair but um, car design used to accommodate smokers with lighters and ashtrays built into the cars uh, because obviously it was just I mean it's something you very rarely see now is people smoking inside a car mm. um, but back in the day I mean I can you know remember my father he was you know, we never went anywhere in the car together without him lighting up a cigarette um, so uh, so yeah so car design used to accommodate smokers with lighters and ashtrays however now we're more than a decade into the smartphone era and car makers still haven't like thought to include a you know, a built-in phone mount, like phone holder. Every single one you see is always, you know, one that pe people have bought themselves and has to be forced on, like attached to, you know, either the the car vent or, you know, they get you get the ones where the, the magnet on the back and it sort of sticks on magnetically. Um, and none of them are perfect because they're not, you know, the car isn't designed with that in mind. Um... I isn't it illegal to uh, use your phone while driving? Yes, it absolutely is. However, it is not illegal to to you know have your phone mounted in a. But but yeah, I see your point. Like the you know you can't. But because then that for me, if there was a built-in phone holder, it would just encourage people to to look at their phone while driving. Yeah, I know what you mean. Like you get a notification, and like because it's right there, you would just look at it. Mm -hmm. However. One thing I don't know, like sort of where the law stands on this, but not me because this might be illegal. But like somebody that I know, um, before they got a new car very recently that had a built-in sat nav, <laughs> used to when they went to to places that they they didn't know well. So say they were going to a football game in you know like Manchester, for example, mm -hmm. they would type in. So they would have their phone on their like you know phone mount that was attached to the vent, and they would bring up the the app for the maps and they would use it you know there's a, a feature on it that you can have it use it basically as a sat nav and it will say like you know turn left here and you know go right up here and like surely it must be legal to use that as a as a like as a sat nav basically because like the features there in the phone uh suppose suppose you're right but i mean it'll just go back to the whole um trying to prevent using of um, phones while driving because we're in a, a society now where like everyone's on on their phone I'm I'm quite lucky when I'm driving I'm not really too bothered um, so I'll just I'll put music on and then that'll be me until I until I either arrive at my destination or like I don't know I'm heading home or something yeah yeah but I don't really feel the need to have a sat nav if I'm going anywhere I usually have someone with me who will who will tell me where to go? But I, su I suppose you're right. Why they haven't um, accommodated it? I don't know. It's it seems just like a unnecessary thing to have. Like it, it might not be such a requirement now. Given that's a fair point. Given that's that many point. modern cars have a wee computer that basically does it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a fair point. You know, most cars will have a you know a built-in sat nav and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. That wasn't too bad. Yeah. So okay, I what, what am, have you got for me next? I am going to switch to uh, animals. We have talked a bit about dogs. I am taking it to the mighty duck. All right, okay. So, he was a. Do you remember him? He was a vine. Uh, a vine. What were they called? Vine creators. <laughs> what? What were they called? You know the people that made like you know how you people that made YouTube videos. Was that what they were called? Viners. Yeah, it's not very creative. Yeah. Um. Yeah. He was. A, do you remember him? Mighty duck. 
Oh, some of some of your listeners out there will definitely remember Mighty Duck. He had some <laughs> sensational Vine videos. Anyway, sorry. So you're, you're the the Mighty Duck. Tell me about the Mighty Duck. Um. So, we all know ducks. The ducks can swim. They can mm-hmm. fly, and they can also walk on land. Yep. They have access to most terrains in the world. Mm-hmm. I consider them to be one of the better animals. That's that's an exceptionally good point. <laughs> And I'm assuming as well, I don't know for a fact, but I'm assuming as well they can also, like, swim underwater for however long they can hold their breath. Yeah, because it said ducks can swim. No, but, like, underwater. Oh, yeah, yeah, easy. Yeah, yeah. So, so you see, that's, that's a very, very good point. There aren't many out there that can... Can top that, really. Yeah. Can, I know we, most we can, can d- but we're not really... Well, well, we can't fly. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is it. Most animals can do all of that. You know, they can eat... You know, well, not most animals, but a good chunk of animals, like, you know, <laughs> I spoke a lot about dogs. They can, like, obviously go on land and, like, swim, and I've never seen one do it, but, I, you know, I imagine they can swim underwater as well for a brief mm. period, but obviously they can't fly, so, um, yeah, that's, that's an exceptionally, that's a really good one, that. that's actually a really, really good one. Did you know that there are two types of ducks? Uh, I did not, no. The normal ducks. Uh, like, <laughs> Is that like, what they're called? The on- <laughs> well, I was getting technical for you. Um, the on-land ducks and then the, the diving ducks are also known as uh, dabblers. Oh, wow. Yeah, Didn't and they're, um, they're more likely to hold um, their uh, breath underwater for, for longer. Because yeah, a just typical had... dive of a duck takes 10 to 30 seconds. But they You've can... kind of taken the, the wind out of my sails there because I've just Googled it and, yeah, I was going to say that, 10 to 30 seconds. And they can remain underwater for a minute. So th- surely that could be... Um, used for the, the ultimate killing machine, being the duck, being underwater and uh, able to get at its prey. Tremendous. I think, I think the only way the duck could be like, improved would be if it could stay underwater for like, you know, an hour. Um, that'd be pretty epic, because then it could like, really go anywhere, couldn't it? Oh, absolutely. But then flying, surely, I don't think they can like, fly very like, far or high or that. Is that true? No, they can still go right up into the, the sky, because you always see the ducks um, flying south for a winter. Nah, aren't they like geese or something? Oh, is it geese? Oh, same. Yeah. Like. <laughs> <laughs> um, speaking of animals, it's not one that I'd uh, had written down, but uh, there's that famous one. Would you, would you rather fight... Would you rather fight 100 duck-sized horses <laughs> or one horse-sized duck? <laughs> Um, <laughs> what was it? A hundred horse-sized ducks? No, yeah, duck-sized horse. Would you rather fight one hundred horse-sized ducks or one duck-sized horse? No, I got that the wrong way around. Yeah, it's the wrong way around. Because yeah. I was going to say that one uh, <laughs> duck-sized horse <laughs> every day of the week. Yeah. So what, what would you say? Which one would which one would you like? Um, I'd probably kick away the the Quaxin hundred. Would you really? I, See, I, I think Quaxin five, but I think I I think I would actually take the one horse sized duck because even though it's you know obviously an epic size, there's only one of it you need to like keep an eye on. But yeah. Paranoid, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> but here we What's are asking the big, big <laughs> questions. I've I've always heard that you're not afraid to ask the you know the the deep questions on your. 
I um, I say what people are too afraid to. That's mm. that's how I see this podcast. Um, Calm, do you want to uh, give us your fourth and final one of the episode? Uh, if I could just uh, if I could just follow up for for one brief second on your on your duck. Uh, one. I've just had a quick Google here, and uh, I'm actually wrong about them not being able to fra- fly very, very uh, long or very far. The uh, the longest recorded non-stop flight of a duck, which I mean I don't know who's dedicating time to that, but uh, <laughs> it's a journey. To Dubai. <laughs> it's a journey of uh, three thousand miles um, from uh, from Alaska to Hawaii, um, tra- traveling at an average speed of forty-five miles an hour. So, um, so yeah. Um, Do you reckon it was Quack Nicholson? Oh dear. Um, quite uh, possibly. Do you want to go into your, uh, your last one for us, Callum? Okay, so my last one here is um, is uh, a little bit risque, but uh, it's to do with... I mean, I've forgotten all these things when I did English in school, but you know how you have things where, like, uh, is it like an anagram where, like, it's a word that's all... Jumbled up. M- yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there are things where it's like a word that, you know, spells something else if you read it like backwards and mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Well, the phrase, it's not really the word, it's more a phrase, but the phrase strap-on, spelt backwards, is no parts, which is... Uh, what? <laughs> which is what? convenient. <laughs> what on earth? <laughs> so... Okay. No. I mean, I don't really know what you, what you can do with that, but... No parts. No parts, yeah, no parts. Well, so, you know, they sort, they sort of go... wrong is one part. Must be. Uh, well, well, it's, it's, it's so one I've part heard. once you, once you like, a- attach Purple. it. Yeah. <laughs> but but I... Once you attach, it's one part. Well, that's... It reminds me of a uh, racing car. What about just, it? It's the same backwards. No, race car, sorry. Oh, is it? Yeah, race car is the same uh, frontwards and backwards. It's uh, called a... Uh, I can't remember what it's called. Don't you go to uni? Um, there's rumours of it. <laughs> that was an incredibly weird one to, to finish the episode. Calm, thank you so much uh, for joining. I'm sure all of your, your uh, Dooney fans will be, will be listening in. Do you have any um, final thoughts, potentially any um, more thoughts you want to bring to the surface before we wrap up here? Uh, well, the only other thing I was thinking that is um, when somebody who works at a morgue dies, they still need to go into work one more time. <laughs> Why did you end on that one? <laughs> <laughs> That's well, brilliant. <laughs> leave, leave them with a memorable ending. <laughs> oh... Well, that's oh, that's quite sad. That is a bit morbid, yeah. I should have opened with that and then built on it. <laughs> um, I actually have no idea what to say to that. Because it would be, be weird, like, us leaving Tesco and then we'd still have to go in for shopping. Yeah. That, that's probably well, you know that, once. You know that phrase, like, a busman's holiday? No. Oh, well. So there's this phrase, a bus... How don't you know any of these things? So... There's this phrase, a busman's holiday, and it's like back in the day when people didn't, you know, jet off to Magaluf and what have you on holiday. They got the the vast to the seaside. Um, Good old Millport. <laughs> ah, exactly. Um, yeah, people didn't. So, 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 say if you're a bus driver, and then 
oh, you've got two weeks holiday. What are you doing with your two weeks holiday? Oh, I'm getting on a bus and I'm travelling to Brighton. So they so. still do their same job when they're on holiday, kind of. Thanks uh, so much for listening. Thank you very much for listening um, to this long edition of the podcast. I'll be back again for a much um, shorter one. It was great to have Callum on to give his thoughts on the programme, but I will catch you next time. Take care, everybody.